finally got my sound to work. Yay! Oh, my. Yay! I'm so, so, so very excited to have my next guest, Angel Gillette. Why? Because <laughs> this is my first, you know, I've had a trans man. This is my first trans woman. And as you all know from my TikTok, TikTok, Bobby, I support gay, lesbian, LGBTQ, trans, man, you know, straight people too, because I am behind the green curtain or the door. Yeah. I, and I just want to thank you, Angel, for coming thank in. Thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, and I've got, I want to hear your whole story and um, how everything started with you. First, do you mind saying how old you are? I am 33, almost 34 this year. Oh, my God. Young, young, young. So when did you realize that, oh, my, I don't know what that is. When did you realize that, oh, my God, I'm born, are you born in the wrong body? Is that what it is? Um, yeah, but I think, like, at a young age for me, it was, uh, I didn't know because I was a really sheltered kid. I was raised pre Presbyterian. Um, <clears throat> my family was. What, is, what does that mean, Presbyterian? I never know. I know Jewish. Right. Orthodox. Presbyterian. But I don't know what... You know what? I don't know either, honestly. <laughs> I went there and I still have no idea what it is. Um, <clears throat> you do? Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah. To me, personally, it just felt like a lot of bullshit. But uh, I don't know. Um, but for me, at a young age, I just felt something was different. I, I like to play with dolls. I like to dress in, like, my sister's dresses and things like that. And I knew something was off maybe, or something wasn't, uh, I guess, quote unquote, normal for a boy. And that's probably the first time I ever really realized anything. I remember looking in the mirror really, really young and thinking, okay, well, this probably isn't the most normal thing for a little boy to be doing. Um, but I knew I was happy. You know, I knew I was enjoying myself. So <laughs> I was probably like seven, seven or eight when I really got into it. <laughs> oh, no, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no, I can't hear you. Wait, one second, one second. I think... Sorry, one second. Oh, I hear you now. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Okay, I don't. I don't know what happened, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can hear okay. you, that's fine. Okay, gotcha. I could hear you, but <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, let's see. I think that um, for me, Christianity was kind of a trauma center for me because it made me feel like I couldn't be myself and it made me feel bad about who I was. So um, that was a really hard lesson for me to go through growing up because I didn't know who I was or where I belonged or even if I was supposed mm -hmm. to belong because everything I was taught uh, ingrained in to me growing up was that um, how I felt and who I was was incorrect and that I was going to be punished and that I was going to be going to hell. So it was, oh, it was really scary because I had a lot of um, guilt and a lot of like uh, I don't know. It was just really scary for me for a long time. And I didn't want to 
like focus on it. I tried to push it away. Um, it was really, really hard. <laughs> it was really hard for a long, long time. Um, and so I don't know. I, I finally do feel like myself and I feel free now that I've, you know, accepted everything, um, and truly come to who I fully am and embraced myself finally. I feel happy. I don't feel the way I used to. I was, I did have some suicide. That's what I want to talk about. So many suicidal iterations for people who just can't be themselves. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually recently just had somebody close to me, um, try and they are a trans man. And, um, I haven't really been able to talk to them. Uh, they've been in the hospital and, and with family. Mm -hmm. I haven't really been able to get in there and talk to them, um, to see, you know, how their mindset is and what prompted them. But I do feel like with everything going on and the way the world is right now, it couldn't have helped, you know, it could not have helped, uh, the situation and how they feel about themselves. And now I know they do struggle, uh, mentally with some other things, but, um, you know, just the state of the world right now is really scary for, especially for trans people. But exactly, exactly. I just, you know, my generation angel, you know, the sixties generation, the baby boomers, we, those of us who have remained liberal, let me turn my phone off. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Dinging here. My phone is just, so let me just, uh, anyway. So, um, we just, you know, believed in peace and love and everybody expressing themselves and, you know, a lot of different things. But but a lot of changes happened when President now I'm not a I was not I'm not a Reagan <laughs> came in. You know, I was a Carter person. I still am. I think he was one of the best presidents ever and believed, you know, that everybody should be themselves. And, you know, I love President Carter. Really, I you know, Jimmy Carter to me was like the end be all, you know. But Reagan, you know, came in and all these like baby boomers, not me, but other ones I know wanted to become rich. And they went along on the Reagan train and he changed a lot of things, a lot of laws that really eliminated like a lot of things for a lot of people, all different types of people. So that's what I think it began in like 80. You know, all of a sudden everything went from like peace and love and, you know, everything. All you need is love to like clamping down and everything. And, you know, that was pretty horrible in my experience. So now you're 33. So basic, what sign are you? I'm a Gemini. <laughs> oh, I'm June 21st. He's right on the I'm June 11. Gemini. <laughs> oh, okay. Our Gemini. I'm a Libra. So we get a yeah. I think. I can just signs. I love signs. <laughs> Me so too. That's a, that's a over from my generation as well. But. So at what age did you decide I'm going to trans you you're transitioning or you've transitioned? Um, <clears throat> so I think it was back in like 2016. I had really, it really started to weigh on me that I just needed to do something. Um, so I <clears throat> ended up going with a friend. He was mo moving to Wisconsin. He just got his welder's uh, license and he said, Hey, I need a roommate um, because I need help with money. And I was like, okay. So I thought, well, this is my chance. I'll move to this new place. I'll become my new self. And then, you know, I was like, it's a fresh start. So I hadn't started any hormones or anything, but I said, I'm going to try and just 
dress female and, and live my truth and see how I feel. <clears throat> so that's what I did. I moved down there. Um, I got a job and um, we lived together for about a year. Um, and I really realized how happy I was just being myself and seeing how relieving it was to have people refer to me as she and her and just being able to not have to worry about any stigma of anybody that knew me before because there was nobody there that did know me before besides my friend and he was very accepting so it wasn't an issue there um <clears throat> so that's when i started um unfortunately things with me and him friendship wise didn't really work out too well i think living with somebody really shows the true the truth of some people and sometimes it's just not the right fit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I did end up moving back home, but I pursued getting on hormones and, um, <clears throat> you know, going down that road once I came back home. Um, and thankfully I had a lot of ins and outs with my parents about this because first I was bisexual. I was, I was trying to figure myself out in the very beginning, like in high school and I started out as bisexual, and I, I will admit that I was, I was kind of a troublemaker with my parents. If they didn't like something, I pushed it more. I didn't, I wasn't very good. I was bad about that. I, they didn't like something. They were very Christian, so I thought, well, the only way to really counteract it is to be a little asshole. Apparently, is what I thought. So I, I enforced my feelings and how I felt more, and eventually. There's a lot, of, a lot of budding heads, but eventually we all just kind of coexisted and accepted each other. Um, <clears throat> but it did take some time, and uh, it definitely took some time for my dad to be able to be okay with seeing me in a dress or with nail polish or makeup. For a long time, he didn't want to look at me like that. He, he didn't want to see me. So if I did do that, I had to make sure he wasn't home and leave before he got home. Um, he was never violent or anything like that. It was just it was, he was just very, you could tell he was just very uncomfortable with it. Um, and <clears throat> I just didn't want to deal with the, the drama of dealing with him, you know, being uncomfortable. So I, I always slipped out before he got home and went and did my own thing. But eventually I moved out and was able to fully embrace everything. And, um, I think that's when I, you know, just, was able to, I think, I think just living with my parents was, was too much for my parents, but it was also too much for me because they just knew me one way and seeing me another way was really hard for them. They still struggle with the pronouns. That's something that I don't know if they'll ever be able to get past. Um, but I do believe that my parents have always done the best that they knew how to do. And th that's all I can really ask of them um, because they are deeply rooted. My mother, I know, is deeply rooted in faith. My father wasn't until they got married, but they've been married for a really long time. So he is now deeply rooted in faith as well. So I just, I'm trying to, they're trying to be accepting of me. And I'm also trying to be accepting that <laughs> they're Christians, I guess. There's a little bit of a both accepting each other in this situation, I guess. Um. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Hopefully that made sense somewhere in there. <laughs> I understand that, right? You know, we all have like, our parents have this vision of us, whether 
doesn't matter what sex we are, they, what they hope they believe for us. That is a lot of times not what we believe or hope for ourselves. Right. And they have to, that. you know, they have to come to terms with the fact that, you know, like me, you know, being an artist and, and tal- very talented creatively, my mother wanted me to like follow this certain thing and she forced me into things. And eventually I just said in my twenties, I can't do this anymore. It's just not me. And it's just basically killing me in a way. So, you know, I went on my own way. So, and left, left New York to move to California where I could, you know, where I was to create the life that I wanted to create for myself. So, you know, we all have to make our choice. Right. What I'm saying to people that are true for us, not that we can't live for other people. That's the problem. We cannot live. That's what I believe. I can't live for anybody. You can't live for anybody else. We have to live for our truth. And today, people, a lot of people hate that, which I think is horrible. Yeah. I think if <clears throat> you're not hurting anybody, you're not hurting anybody else by being yourself. And if you see like these different right wing types that are afraid of it, that speak about it, they usually, you know, when people are angry or scared, they're usually fearful of something within themselves. That's what I think. Yeah, I was just going to say, so, I was just going to say that I, I think there's a little bit of, maybe a little homosexual in the, the people that are so hateful. <laughs> I know, you know, it's like, say, I don't know if this was true, that the FBI, you know, chief, the old chief dressed as a woman, you know, Mary was like, you know, and he was a horrible person he kept files on you know ed j edgar hoover I, as my husband says j edgar who's <laughs> he dressed as a woman that's what i you know i understand he dresses because anytime you're so afraid of so many things it's because you fear it in yourself and you want to hide it you know so that's my feeling yeah i mean and i will say in middle school i was really <laughs> I was really homophobic. I was very, very homophobic. Besides the fact that I came from this very Christian background, um, I just didn't understand it. And I didn't understand myself or where I was coming from. So it was scary. It is scary if you don't know where, and especially if you're taught one thing and it's, it can be very confusing. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think that's a, it's not a reason to be hateful to somebody else just because you don't understand either yourself or the situation. I think What's more important is <clears throat> maybe just reaching out and trying to to talk to these people and get an understanding to make it less fearful for yourself. Because it, distancing yourself from something is only going to make your fear worse because then you're stuck in your head about whatever. And that's usually, in my case anyways, your brain's not the nicest person and it can make up some really terrible things and scenarios. So... I think it's best just to talk it out or do some research, something, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. But that's the rational way that we think of, you know, so, you know, that's our rational way of, um, I don't know what that was. Oh, it's my cousin. My first cousin who I haven't seen in 20 years. (laughs) Of course, right now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. So basically, you know, to like be accepting of everybody is a hard thing. Like I'm sober 37 years and that's what I've learned, you know, in sobriety, accepting, you know, oneself for who one is and people around you. 
that that's, you know, that's just been my experience. Yeah. Now you started, you're 33. So you started taking hormones because I want to, you know, I do like a little scenario when we get to the place of like, and I'm going to write this down. What, you know, I'm interviewing you and we'll do like a pre-interview to all of the, anyway. So you're 33. And when did you start taking hormones? I started taking hormones when I was, I believe I was 28 or 29. Okay, 28 or 29. Yes. Okay, so so you're living it. So that's five years, six years you've been living as a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. Right. And what has, you know, so I'm going to ask you the big important question. Did you have it removed or what? I have not, although, and it's been debating. Like, I've debated it quite a few times because the, do you, it's. Do you mind if I say that or not? What was that? Will that bother? Well, well, people will hear it right now, anyway. Right? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I like I said, it. I'm an open book, and especially to help other people come to an understanding about other trans people. And this is my only my story. I can only talk for myself. I can't talk for any other trans yeah. person. But um, for me, it's I have I haven't had any surgeries yet, but I am looking into it, and I've started to get things in motion for um, I'm. I think the first thing I would like to do is get my, uh, there's a facial feminization surgery that you get done. Yes, I know. I do know. Yeah. About that. And so I would like to get that done first. And then I would like to get my, um, breasts done. And, um, but the thing with that is I, it's hard because to take any time off of work for me, I, it would be very difficult <laughs> because I just don't have very much money. What was that? What type of work do you do? I, um, <clears throat> right now I work at a Taco Bell. I'm not working anything fancy. I work just whatever I can. Well, what's wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. Of course. No, I, I'm just, you know, yeah. it's just, um, it's not the best pay. And I, I am constantly looking for other work. And I also do, like I showed you, I do, I do paintings and portraits and things like that. And so that's your side. That, yeah, that's a little bit of a side. It hasn't really picked up too much yet, but I do art shows and I sell things here and there. I, right now, it's just getting my name out there and getting my art seen, um, which takes time. Okay. And the thing is that most artists, they don't get famous until they're dead. So <laughs> I don't expect anything. <laughs> like Grandma Moses. You know who that was? Uh-uh. Well, I think I've heard the name. I think I've heard the name. Grandma Moses became an artist after she, like, she was an artist starting at, like, 95 years old. Wow. She became very famous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. But that's the thing. But I think, hey, if, if somehow my art picks up after I've died, then I can help support my family or my nieces and my nephews or something. So, you know, it's, it, it, you know, there's always something there. <laughs> if nothing for me, maybe, you know. <laughs> what do you think of that? The trans woman who had all that, because I don't see you having any kind of man-like features. So I don't know what you're talking about with feminization. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I've heard, I've heard both. I've heard, you know, when I'm at work, that's where you get the brunt of it. But of course I live in Indiana where people aren't that accepting in the first place. Um, so, and then plus I'm still, I'm still working on my voice. And, and when I'm taking orders, if I'm doing like through the drive-thru, the microphone isn't very forgiving, so if I have any kind of low tone, it picks up all the low t low tone, and I get called sir through the microphones all the time. So, <laughs> um, but I, I've been working on my voice and stuff like that because that's to me has always been a little 
uh, uncomfortable. I don't like that my, how deep my voice can get. And, and sometimes if I'm not really paying attention, it'll go back down to the lower <laughs> regiments, regions, you know. So, uh, but. Well, I don't, I don't think that that's it. But that, what was that? I know she's like a big TikTok star. What's her name? The one who had all the feminization surgery. Uh -huh. like, what is her name? Okay. Somebody. Oh, Dylan. Are you talking about Dylan Mul Mulvaney? Yeah, I think that's a Dylan, right? She's had a lot of that stuff that must have cost like a fucking fortune yeah. to have all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, but I, whatever. I mean, you know, it's whatever. That's what makes you happy, but it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Um, 100,000, 500,000. Right. Yeah. It's like what the Kardashians have done to themselves, transformed themselves to me from these beautiful young girls to these plastic women. Yeah. Like, don't get me started. On yeah. That. No, okay. no, I, yeah, I, I, and I would never want to go that crazy. I would never want to do anything that dra dramatic. Um, just like simplifying things. I, I've always not liked my nose. My nose is very big. <laughs> so uh, to me, and I just, <laughs> you're so sweet. Can I just keep you on all the time? So when I get the bad, yeah, the bad thoughts, <laughs> Well, my mother always used to say, oh, anyway, she was like, you know, Sandra, you have your father's bottom. He had a bit of big, like, nose of whatever. And you have my nose. My mother was never kind. She was not the kind type. You have my nose up here, but your father's nose on the bottom and the Mendelssohn big nose. Oh, geez. <laughs> that was my mother. So, anyway. Your mother sounds like my mother. They're very complimentary. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, right. Sandra, you're not beautiful, but you have something special. Can you imagine telling that to a woman? That's kid? terrible. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's how she was. So I've got one more, two more minutes of questions. So what is your dream for yourself? My dream for my... Angel children. My, like, all-time dream would... Actually, I would love, I would love to... Um, Get into acting. I, I've always wanted to be an actress. Um, that's that's okay. part of the reason I do TikToks because it kind of I can kind of showcase stuff and just kind of show my range of emotions yeah. and things like that. Um, I love you. I love TikTok. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, I I also have dabbled in music, and it would be really cool to get into music as well. Um, I don't know. I just would like to be remembered for something a little bit bigger than myself at some point. I think that's my biggest dream. And and be able to uh, support myself and not have to stress about little things, you know? That would be my biggest dream. Right. Yeah, and be able to take care of the people I, I love. Oh, that is so sweet. I, I just am so grateful that we finally came in. You're my first trans woman. There's a bunch of other people who wanted to come in. I go, no. Now, I've already got somebody. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. This means a lot to me. Oh, and you mean a lot. So it'll be on Spotify. I'm going to download it now, and then I'm going to talk, you know, and then I'll type everything, and I'm going to write that. You want to be able to be remembered for your art. You're an artist. Yes. And you love, you have nieces and nephews? I have two nephews and a niece, yeah. Okay, are you close? Yeah, we're really close. We live in the same town, and um, oh. yeah, so I, I try to see him as much as I can. 
Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure they love you. Do they call you auntie? They, they do. Sometimes they, my nephews will sometimes still call me uncle, which is fine because that's what, that's what they know. And I'm not gonna, I, that's fine with me. Right. Yeah. So, and they, and one is 22, 23 and the others are in high school. Um, oh. but they're, they're very accepting and, um, and yeah, they do love me and I love them very much too. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> what do you want you want to say to the uh, Spotify Riverside Buzzsprout world? Uh, I would like to say that with all this hate going on in the world, um, we just need more peace and more love and more acceptance and understanding and patience. That's all I want to say. <laughs> if no one told you they loved you today, then I <laughs> love you, angel. Oh, finally to the studio. Okay, I'm going to set it all together now, leave the studio. It'll be up probably in about 20, 30 minutes. All right. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, doll. Bye. Bye.